Welcome everyone to this week's episode of Grapplecast. It's me, your host, Taryn, alongside Joe and Jamie. Hello. What up, Yes. I'm glad somebody jumped in with it. Where's Dan, Joe? Where is he? Um, He's having his appraisal. It's an afternoon appraisal, but he's actually in the pub with his manager. As an appraisal should be. Yeah. He's no doubt at Potter's, is he? Um, Tiny Rebel, I think. Oh, Tiny Rebel. I know when I came down for my appraisal last, it was in Potter's. That was all right. A few beers, a bit of food, and then straight back on the train back up north it was. Well, hopefully his appraisal's going well and he gets his pay rise. I'm sure he will. I'm sure he will. But um, hopefully Dan will be joining us later on in the episode. If not, we'll see him back next week. And uh, Jamie, I mean, it's all going on. Jamie, you're probably going to be jumping off before the end of the episode. It's a busy week for everyone. It's a very busy week. We've got loads of stuff going on. I mean, I mean, not only has there been wrestling, but I know, I know it's going to be like at the end of the week. But even Joe and Dan are going to watch some wrestling as well at the end. They of the Certainly week, are. So. I'm it's going to see time. a show tomorrow, but. Uh, it's not a wrestling show. Just going to a show tomorrow. Go on then, Joe. Let us know who you're going to go and see. What's happening this week, wrestling-wise? Yeah. Then. So it's in the neon. So it's an old converted Odeon cinema. They've turned it into like a concert venue, and there's wrestling on in there. Like not every month, but like every other month. And so didn't a... Dragon Pro used to be in it? Is Dragon Pro still going, or have they folded? Uh no. So Dragon Pro doesn't exist anymore. It's now called New Wave, and Brendan's like the head trainer. And they wrestle in Cardiff now. Um, oh, okay. so, so the Neon's now be taken over by um, a company called Exposure Wrestling. And their like gimmick, if you have, what have you, is they always have like a famous wrestler. So they've had Gagrel, they've had Lukishi, they've had um, Scotty Too Hotty. And this Sunday, they've got Fandango coming. And Doug Williams um, from the UK as well as wrestling. And it's their seventh year anniversary. Fandango, is he allowed to use his name? Is he wrestling as Fandango? It says Fandango on the post. Yeah, it does, yeah, doesn't I, it? I sent the post mm. to you guys, it says Fandango, but I think his like, name is like Dirty Dango, it's like Twitter name, so it's like, <laughs> it's something similar, but it's not the same, so I don't know how he gets away with that, but I'm sure... I I'm bet he fine. uses his theme, I bet his theme is used, because, you know, who's going to know type thing? Everyone's I know. Do-da. We we were going to PCW events, weren't we, Jamie? Like the Dudleys were there and whatnot. And I'm sure they use their WWE themes because no I mean, I've got it on Blu-ray, so you'll have to watch it. Throw it. We'll watch what it was the day. event called? Uh, the PCW event that we went the, to. Go they went to with the Dudleys. Um, was it not called so, Just Get so It many. Bloody just Ring? Get, yeah, Just Get in the Bloody <laughs> Ring. That was that one. I'm sure they. Um, uh, I'm sure they used. Because didn't um, was it Paul London or Brian Kendrick was wrestling on the event as well? Um, it was Paul London. Paul on that London, one. yeah. Because uh, he came through the crowd and then like basically took someone's beer and just threw it at his opponent. Who else was there? I'm sure somebody else was freight there. train. Well, freight train from Five Dollar Wrestling, yeah, obviously he had a comeback during the pandemic. I didn't see. God knows what's yeah. happening with him now. Um, like freight so train, if you're listening, lot. get in, get in contact. Um, I went to a lot. I mean, let, let's open it up here because I've got a few of the PCW Blu-rays down was, here. Was Booker just getting the bloody ring. Here it is. Was Booker T there, or did or did they run a promo? Not to my say bad. It was Brian Kendrick. It was both oh, of them were there. Oh, both of them. There we go. Then. Yeah. So just getting the bloody ring. This was the card. So it took place. Does it have the date? It doesn't have the date here. But um, it was. PCW Cruiserweight Championship of Bubblegum versus Brian Kendrick. It had Dave Mastiff versus Joey Hayes. Freight Train versus Madman Manson. We remember that. It was a squash match. Yeah. Noam Dar versus Paul London. Um, Team Single versus Team 3D. Uh, Dave Rain versus Charlie Garrett. El Ligero versus Thidian. Danny Hope versus Shaw Samuels, and then Martin Kirby versus Dean Olmark versus Will Ospreay. So it's decent. Was the Dudleys decent, not the main event then? 
It would have been, yeah. That was just obviously the way that. Oh, I thought it. that was the way it went. Yeah, I remember. Because the Dudleys lost, didn't they? Because it was for the title, so they didn't obviously pick them up. Yeah, but they, but they it, put them through a table yeah, after the bell, obviously. Yeah. And then I went to. Um, I've got another one where it was. Um, I've got a Prince Devitt Blu ray for when he was full demon at Preston, which is great. And then I've got the, the big super show where the kingdom were on there. Uh, obviously, Chris Masters was champion for about four years there. So, yeah, PCW back in its heyday, Preston City Wrestling, for those that don't know. It was pretty decent back in the day. I mean, back in the, these days, I don't Jeff think. Jarrett met him. I met him. Rob Van Dam was there. Um, like I said, the Kingdom, the UK Hooligans, obviously, Pages, Pages brothers were there, the UK Hooligans. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to think who else like looking at the back Pete Dunn when, when we there. when we went to just get in the bloody ring they ran two promos for whatever the next event was and I'm sure one of them was saying Booker T was coming and Rodis yeah. Clay I want to say yeah but I think I don't know if it was that event as well but they announced uh, a few weeks or months later it was the uh, the revenge match of God Bless His Soul uh, yes. Lionheart Versus yeah. AJ Styles, obviously AJ Styles, yeah. the one that broke his neck in the in the comeback from the retirement. Was it? God, do you know what? I forgot yeah. Lionheart had passed away. Yeah. God, I forgot about that. That happened a couple of years back, didn't it? Yeah. Jesus. So, so like I said, it was mad. I think looking back, that was like the beauty, the the beautiful days of independent British wrestling. Yeah. Like. It was great. Sabu. And then it all got ruined because of NXT UK and the side. I listened to Regal's podcast. He said, no, we didn't do. No, we did. It was ruined because of it all. No, he said, no, it's not ruined because we gave them income for basic life. So if they're ever injured, they're not freelancing, going from company to company. Very true. Steady paycheck. For them personally, it was a, a good thing. For us... We had to stick with as a fan to talent. go and watch Preston <laughs> yeah. City wrestling for like 15 quid to watch AJ Styles wrestle and be like, I'm trying to think, like basically just being ringside literally because of how yeah. intimate these events are, just being right but, next to AJ Styles. But wrestle. AJ Styles and whoever else from overseas was on the card as well, because like you say, when we went. Brian Kendrick, Paul London, the Dudleys. I mean, just looking at the Dudley boys, on bloody massive. Yeah. You don't expect them to be that big, but ooh. Ooh, 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 ooh. as Mr. Rego himself would say. <laughs> well, enjoy the uh, enjoy the independent show. Well, did you say it was Friday, Joe, or Saturday? That's Sunday. Sunday, Sunday God, God goes, we what? <laughs> even any of the days, no one it's knows. It like, starts at like 6 o'clock, so it's like a really early show, because it's like family-friendly wrestling to start for like six how much was it it's like a tenner on the door their website's really bad you can't bad. go wrong for a couple their of hours entertainment really, really tenner, can you yeah and... I, I, not to slack them off but their website's terrible so i'm just turning up and paid on the door <laughs> i think <laughs> i've been in the neon once or twice but i certainly remember going for one reason to watch roy chubby brown <laughs> My dear Lord. I think they even mentioned as well, I think you put in the chat, like meet and greet with Fandango's like 26 quid. Yeah. Which you're considering like some Comic-Con prices or anything like that. Um, It can be a little bit crazy, but that's always a good thing with the independence as well. It's it's a bit more yeah. intimate. You get to have a laugh. And again, with Preston, they used to go out straight after. Mm. I don't know if it's the same in Newport and you'll just be out. Uh, yeah, yeah, having a drink. Yeah, so it's an old. I said it's an old beyond. So you've got like the the old bit where you used to like get your tickets, like the concourse. I think you call it. That's yeah. the bit where they like have the merch tables, and then you go in, and that's like where the old screen cinema screen used to be. That's the bit where they put the ring up on. But yeah, it's like an old um, Art Deco cinema, and it's like nineteen forty cinema, but they've converted it into like a venue so yeah, is, is that the way they because like i said i haven't been to watch any wrestling in the neon is that how they do it then so they have the ring up on the stage and you watch it as if you're watching a show from the theater they don't have chairs around the ring no they um so they have like the normal stage where they have like bands on and comedians on and then the ring is oh it's hard to describe really so you go in 
into the old cinema, then there's like a balcony, and then just after the balcony, there's the ring, and then you've got the stage. So they have to come right. out onto the stage, climb down the stairs, and then the ring's literally right by the oh, stage. Oh, so the ring is in the on center. the floor and the chairs floor, around yeah. it. I thought you yeah. meant the ring was up on the stage and you kind of watched it no. from your seats like yours. I was going to say, that's not very fun interactive, is it? But no, but there are no, some wrestling companies in Wales that do I think they're called Welsh All-Star Wrestling. They do it like the old theatres in like the mining towns in Wales. They literally have like the old theatres you see, I know, like Jack and the Beanstalk. They'd have the wrestling ring on the stage where you like, <laughs> see the pantomime. That's the way they do it up in the valleys. Not for me. I'm much, no. uh, much prefer being closer to the action. Eh? Speaking of yeah. being close to the action, the very intimate setting that was Halloween Havoc. Joe and Jamie, I know you both watched it on the weekend. No more, um, I think I read Shawn Michaels' interview, no more plans to do any premium live events of NXT and arenas. It's all going to be within the uh, Performance Centre or already back in Florida. God knows where they're doing now. Um, yeah. But certainly where they are now, they're planning to keep doing the premium live events. Do they even you... call them premium live events? Uh, no, it's just a special. NXT, special just specials, yeah. are they? Because they're just on the network. You can't buy them on pay per view, can you? So yeah, 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 exactly. yeah. So you both watched it then. So what were your overall thoughts? Because I read the results, but I haven't watched it, and I say I'm yet to watch it. God knows whether I'll get around to doing it. The thing is, as well, like you ruin the surprise of I actually watched the NXT event. You said, oh yeah, James well, I was going to say, yeah. It. Yeah, um, I don't know what's going on Sunday there. It must morning. have been a boring day, was it? Sunday morning, I woke up. I mean, I had about four emails telling me to watch it, and then Dan and Joe were telling me to watch it and stay up and watch it live, which I didn't, obviously. But um, watched it Sunday morning, and then you know how it starts off, Taryn. You've got a nice little cameo from his pure WCW days. He was there. Chucky was there. WCW's Chucky was actually at the event. Well, it was Chucky, that killer doll, that Charles Lee Ray, was there doing the introduction promo for Halloween Havoc. Was it Charles Lee Ray's voice? Yes, it was Brad Dourif. And he advertised Chucky. um, Because obviously they've got quite a big connection at the moment because Liv Morgan will be appearing in Chucky in tonight's episode airing in America. So uh, Chucky season two, Liv Morgan will be on it. So they've got a big connection at the moment, both obviously being on the USA network as well. So, yes. Oh, well, there we go. Uh, and you know what? That's it about Halloween Havoc. That's what I talk about Liv Morgan. <laughs> I, I bet Chucky hasn't aged today. Has he? I bet he hasn't aged oh, today. If, I bet you haven't even watched Chucky season one, but Chucky is No, great. I haven't. You know I haven't watched TV Chucky season show. one because... I you haven't, haven't even watched, watched Seed. I haven't watched the last film. Yeah, watched Curse or Cult. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't watched, I've watched them all up to Cult. I haven't watched Cult, but I want to watch them all before because I know there's references, you see. So. Well, yeah, they carry straight on from each other. Well, that's what I mean. That's why I need to watch Cult. Plus, I think the wife's only watched the first two, so we probably need to sit down and watch them all in advance. I mean, we see. did that before. We watched Chucky season one, but yeah. my God, you don't need to put yourself in Seed <laughs> of Chucky. No, I remember Even how though terrible Glenn season and Glenda are in season two. Oh, well, spoilers. That's not a spoiler. Has it even been trailer. on yet, season two? Uh, three episodes in, like Fair I said, Liv Morgan's on tonight's episode. The question is, though, Joe. Because she's always wanted to be killed by Chucky. And have you not, have you not seen the promo of them on Instagram? And Liv Morgan's no. like, I've always wanted to be killed by Chucky. And he's like, be careful what you wish for, Liv. <laughs> well, the, the question is, then, if. Chucky was on Halloween Havoc. Does that mean Halloween Havoc is canon to the Chucky series? Do I have to watch it before I watch season two of Chucky? I don't know. They love they love a tie. WWE like like the it was zombie. Was it the zombies? A couple the Day of the Dead film. The Day of the Dead. The zombies. Like was that the? Does that was it Day of the Dead or was it not the? Was it not the Batista series? Zack Snyder one. It was Batista was in it, but it was called something like Of the Dead. Yeah, oh, yeah, it was the Netflix version, yeah. yeah. So they One never the... tried, they? WWE, so like, oh, it's horror. Oh, and then Chucky, they probably broke up Chucky. Oh, we're doing Halloween Havoc, it's, ha- it's Halloween themed. Uh, do you want to, like, do a promo about your new series? They're like, yeah, go on. And I said, they're probably worth a lot of money, like these like little adverts they do. So 
Why not? It's, it's within the theme, so go for it. Why not, indeed. Right. Night kicked off then, Joe, with a ladder match. I feel like there's a ladder match every other bloody week on NXT or on their premium live events anyway. But premium anyway, live, you need to sort your... You know what I mean? Out. On the specials, I feel like there's a ladder match. And not only do I feel like there's a ladder it's match... It's an NXT specialty, though, isn't it? Yeah. There always feel, it always feels like it's for the North American title as well. Every yeah, time the North a American match. title is like the IC title. Yeah. Like on the main roster. It's always in a ladder there. match. I mean, anyway, obviously, I know they had their own type of match, but it's just like the X Division in TNH has got a special yeah, type of match yeah. type. Well, it was apparently, this shows how much it was since last time I watched NXT, it was for the vacant NXT North American title. I didn't even know it was vacant. I thought they'd merged it. I thought they'd been a... Had they no, not been, um, when it was Worlds Collide, did they not um, merge no, all the belts for, together? That was for the UK, NXT UK title and the normal U. NXT, NXT and the tag just titles. the world titles and the, and the, tags, and the world titles and the oh, tag of course titles. there was no the, mid card in NXT was no mid card title like was the it Heritage Cup or something in yeah, NXT UK. yeah yeah okay fair enough well Wesley defeated Carmelo Hayes Von Wagner Nathan Fraser and is it Oro Mensa I'm not saying that right I actually yeah, don't even know Oro Mensa NXT UK um uh, UK person. He was Oliver Carter or NX UK, but they've changed his name. He's from Ghana, so same place as Kofi Kingston. Um, this was a really good match, standard ladder match. There was a couple of bumps where I like actually went, so I was like, oh, that's gonna hurt. So when you do that, you're like, they're doing something right. There is actually a funny bit when Von Wagner got out the really tall ladder, he nearly knocked out a fan in the front row. Um, there's a clip of it. I saw, no, I did see that because the person kind of like leaves back, like, ooh, ooh. but the and person kind of like lifts the ladder up to help and then goes, ooh, ooh. and the <laughs> yeah, referee told him, get back, get back. But then that's the uh, spoiler alert, uh, not to uh, give away Keefe. That was the fake ladder, the wooden, you know, they always, the ladder actually always had the fake the ladder. The table ladder that they get the, put the through. Half, like, in half, yeah. That was the fake, the fake ladder. The one and then he got frog splashed through it. Yeah. So, did the right person win? Um, Again, yeah, I, I don't watch oh, a lot of NXT uh, UK or NXT. I know UK doesn't exist anymore, but obviously yeah. I don't know a lot of the backstory of them. Um, so, so I went into this kind of blind. But yeah. Yeah. So Wesley used to be in a tag team um, called MSK, and his tag team partner basically got let go because there were some allegations against him. Well, I don't really want to go into them, but they were quite serious. So he basically got fired. And all these months, like, Wesley's been, like, trying to fight for the, to be, like, a singles competitor. He's trying to find his way. He's been really lost. And he's, like, little scrappy-do of NXT. And uh, basically, um, Carmelo Hayes has been, like, a dominant champion for months and months and months. And then Solo Sokoa beat him for the North America title. But basically, the reason he got stripped of it, it was because it wasn't an official sanctioned match. So that's how they came up with the story. Oh, well, we should put it in a ladder match. And then they've done, like, um, qualifying matches to become in the match. So Nathan Frazier's had, like, I want to say, like, a three-series match against um, Axiom, which is a kid from NXT UK. Sorry, sorry, kids, but that's who it is. And um, and then all the other people have found like qualifying matches to get into this match. And then Bob Wagner's been uh, really impressive because he's like the big strong guy. But yeah, Wesley deserves it because he's basically had a bit of a crap time lately, and he's like trying to be like the underdog, trying to fight his way up, and he's finally won. Good stuff. Now I noticed that. Two of the matches were spin the wheel. They brought it back like a raw roulette type thing. Now it was spam before the show, though. Like, yeah. was it was it span on NXT? Uh, or was it was span on like a pre? I thought we spanned during the show. Was it not? Or was it on the pre? No, it was previous. It was previous on pre-show. So there was like a casket match, and then there was like a weapons wild match. Yeah, because right? Apollo Crews beat Grayson Waller, and then Roxanne Perez beat Cora Jade in a wild weapons wild match, which I assume was just a street fight, wasn't it? Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah. But if you're going to have, I don't know, 
to me, if you're having a casket match, for example, I can see why they did it because it's Halloween havoc, so caskets, coffins, Halloween, yeah. But a casket match, surely, is like a something you build up and it's there to end a feud and yeah. for somebody to disappear. It was. For, yeah, so, so build it up, so don't announce it an hour before the show. Announce it a few weeks in advance, they're going to settle the score in a casket match and then that person disappears for out a couple of months because they're injured yeah. or they rebuild the character sure. or they need somebody don't go on oh, now before the show by the way it's going to be a casket match where's the build-up in that i don't don't agree with that joe no um so apollo cruz is given now i don't know if you know he's like he could see the future he has premonitions so basically Briggs of waller his opponent he's been like taught in apollo cruz like oh you are an NXT, they on the main roster, you're all washed up, I'm, I'm the new guy, I'm like the best, that's basically what he's been saying, and then Apollo Crews has been like, oh, you'll you'll get your revenge, and he has all, all these visions of what he's going to do to Grace and Waller, but if you watch the casket match, the first casket they bring out, it looks like MDF, like really flimsy plywood, they've just painted black, I'm like, that doesn't look like a casket, that looks really like brittle and like not safe like it just looks really really bad and of course mm. they go through it and break it and then they bring out the proper casket match with like druids and stuff so that was the only bit of it that like brought me out of it i'm like at least if you're gonna have a prop casket at least make it a bit more i don't know, legit that yeah. you could really tell they look really bad they're like really cheap yeah and i think like i said that I didn't mind the Druids. The Druids came out before the match and then uh, to bring out the second casket. But surely, like, I know the whole thing of the match is to put them in and then close the lid. But obviously, you're still putting through the casket. It should count, just saying. But, yeah, the weird thing is with Apollo, like, he got raked in the eye and he had really bloody eyes. And I don't know if that's where the premonitions came from where he had them beforehand. But, yeah, he had a really bloody eye because he got raked. Yeah, he was like blind and then he could see again and then he had like premonitions. An eye for an eye match. It could have been. Maybe that was on the wheel. What about the um, the Weapons Wild match then, Jamie? Did did you sit through the women's match? Arguably, I'd say that's probably one of the best matches on the card. Yeah, Yeah, it was quite a good match, to be fair. Um, Was it just a street fight then, basically? Yeah, yeah, but like I said, I don't know much about the backstory of the characters, but they used to be like best friends and a tag team from yeah. what I gather, and basically one of them betrayed the other whilst they had a title match and obviously cost them the title. Typical, obviously, villainy story kind of thing. And then obviously she was like, obviously it finished with the whole like Ric Flair, Shawn Michaels thing, you know, where they're going back and forth saying like random stuff, but she's like... um you were never my best friend and then she was like but you were always my best friend and then like hits her with the finisher and wins that way but it was a really good match and good storytelling throughout and they did some pretty cool stuff yeah they they used to be like as james said they used to be best friends called jade and roxanne perez they won the tag team titles together and then basically Jade got jealous of like how popular roxanne perez was getting and she did the medusa alendra base bit where she dropped the title in the bed and then um, they then put up the women's titles like in a tournament match, and now it's like, oh, oh, it's two random girls, I can't remember their name of. Anyway, it's two different people now, and then they did this big spot. There's like this stand in NXT where it's like a really like high-rise stand. They did like a Russian leg sweep off the top of that into like the announcer's table, like off the platform. That was really cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. really good match. Smash it. Yeah. And then we went on to an ambulance match. What's going on here? The first ever ambulance. I mean, I assume that was the first ever casket match. Um, I mean, uh, they said uh, it's the one of match. four. One of four casket matches not to feature The Undertaker. Apparently. But yeah, I assume it was the first ambulance match as well. Yeah, I think it was, yeah. Um, so basically, Demon Kemp is, uh, what's his name's brother, the Olympian? Who they're trying to sign, uh, Gabe Suverson, that's his name. He's his brother. Um, so they signed in the same time as Gabe Suverson, but um, David Kemp's basically become like he's more like he's got it more quick, quickly. And he was in a group with Roderick Strong called Diamond Mine with the Creed Brothers, where they're like wrestling, they're like collegiate athletes basically. And um, the story was that 
Tony Giangelo, who's like um he's like the godfather of NXT. He's like he like puts out hits on people and he's like a gangster. He basically paid te- David Kemp to like take out Tony Giangelo, uh take out uh, Roderick Strong and like injure him. And mm. nobody knew who it was. And then eventually it was revealed that it was actually David Kemp and he's turned his back on Diamond Mine. Diamond. And the stipulation was the match was if David Kemp wins, one of the Creed brothers, because they're twins, can't wrestle for NXT anymore. So it was his brother could, if he'd lost, his brother couldn't wrestle for NXT. And then I think if David Kemp lost, I can't remember what the other stipulation was, but basically the one stipulation was like if he lost, the, the one brother couldn't wrestle anymore. But there were some brutal moments in that match, like um, they had the whole thing of obviously to win the casket, uh, to win the ambulance match, you have to put them in the ambulance and close the door. And he literally put his hand and fingers between the doors and he just slammed it full pelt about three Ugh. or four times, like bloody brutal. Um, and obviously it just showed his will to obviously win and obviously um, one of the creeds, I can't remember the name, basically Julius. won. Julius, yeah, Julius Creed won. Uh, and then yeah, his his brother came into the ring. Reminds me of a little bit of a notice mixed with um, a Jesse and Festus character. Um, Dear Lord, that's who he reminded me of anyway. Um, but yeah, they won and they had a nice little moment in the ring. Um, but yeah, like I said, considering I'm not much into the storyline, it told you the story pretty well in the VT beforehand, and it was invested in the match, so can't complain. It is. Right then, so what was better then between the two main events? The NXT Women's Championship between Mandy Rose and... Who was it? Al Baru? Kaylee Ray. Oh, is it? That's is Kaylee Ray? Yeah, that's her name. Then. Why is she yeah. called Cal- Oh, Lord almighty. That's her name, yeah. Um, then the but- triple threat match between Bron Breaker, Druganoff and JD M- McDonough, is it? Yeah, that's Jordan Devlin. Why do I not know we were... That, you are joking. Yeah, they've changed it. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my they, Lord. They've changed Kaylee Ray and Jordan Devlin's name to terrible names and Triple H is in charge. Yeah. Well, Sean Mike's in charge. Well, you know what I mean. Well, pff, terrible. Right, talk us through the yeah. matches then, because I refuse to listen I'll based on that. I thought this whole match was weird. So it's a haunted house match between Mandy Rose and Alba Fire, and then they had all of these like, uh, basically Alba Fire was like, okay, we want a match, but I challenge you to come to this spooky haunted house, and they had like all people like painted up and like, it was like, um, if you go, it was to, like a like, scare maze. Yeah, like if you go to like um, the London dungeons, like you you know had the da- actors who like touch you and scare you and like jump at you and stuff it was basically like that one of gd it was just like it was just like typical haunted house like boo oh there's yeah. somebody in the corner but it kind of started out earlier on in the night so it was like after the second match like mandy rose and her two friends to- from toxic attraction came and were in this house and then they found it and then they started navigating their way through the halls and each room was weirder than the other then you had this other character who's like the Jamie hater of the group who loves horror is just kind of like we shouldn't split up because obviously that's not what you're supposed to do. Have you ever watched movies kind of thing? Jolin, yeah. Yeah. Gigi and Jolin. then she has a weird tea party with Chucky. She loves it. Yeah, because um, yeah, she sees Chucky and she's like, oh, we're having a tea party. What kind of tea are you having? You got something all great. I'm pretty, is she British as well? She sounded British. Um, <laughs> no, she's not. Um, she's American. Yeah. She used to go out with Darby Allen. Fair enough, but um, yeah, so that started off and then eventually um, Kaylee Ray uh, then found, like, took them out one by one and then put them on the boot of the car and then that was the end of it and then up until their match when the car, when the ambulance was leaving, obviously the car appeared and that's when uh, they got her out of the boot and then took her to the ring and that's when they had their match. It was okay. Mandy Rose is still champ. She, I think longest reign in ever now. now. yeah. Uh, she I won it at last be... year's Halloween Havoc. Yeah, like a year or yeah, yeah. Yeah, she, she won it. Yeah, and to be fair, she's a better character than what she ever was in WWE. I can understand why she's the champion in, in NXT, and she's got to do some different stuff with her character. 
she's got the toxic attraction thing so it can yeah. only help i don't mind manuel i i thought she was all right on the main roster but from somebody she certainly one of the better women that's coming from tough enough put it that way um, and to yeah. say that she didn't win it um, of course, we since we have recorded, we have had the sad news that um, Sarah Lee did pass away. You, didn't she win tough enough? I yeah. think she was one of the winners. Sure, yeah. she did, yeah, because uh, she's married to... Oh, Wesley Blake. Wesley Blake or something, yeah. yeah. Wesley Blake, yeah. yeah. So that's very mm. sad because they had a few kids together and obviously he's been left widowed now. So but she wasn't old. She was only early 30s, wasn't she? So... Yeah, very, very sad news. But yeah, so Mandy Rose, I think, probably came out the best of all the women from that season, certainly, of, of Tough Enough. And yeah, doing well a, a year down the line as champion. Yeah, and I think going on to uh, the main event, which was the triple threat, I, I don't know how Joe or uh, Dan, whenever he does a feel, I don't know if you spoke to Dan about it, but it was a bit like cluster for me. It was okay. Yeah, it was a bit nothing special. Uh, uh, like I said, I think that glorified street fight was probably my favorite match on the card that I enjoyed the most which yeah for me nothing against women's wrestling it's not usually on the top of my list so it has to be pretty good to actually get me um interested but yeah the main event was just meh okay yeah I agree that's good right not decision. just me then right decision for Bron Breaker to retain yeah he's just a dominant champion like JT McC- Donners are we just come in, same as Ilya Dragunov. They are contenders because Ilya Dragunov used to be the NXT UK champion yeah. and then yeah. um uh had to give it up. JD McDonough um was um like a contender as well. So it just kind of makes sense for them to be in like the same position. But for them to win it now I think it's a bit too early because they need to build themselves up on like the NXT roster because NXT fans might not be familiar with NXT UK. I don't know how much of a crossover there is. I watch NXT UK because obviously I'm a British wrestling fan, but I don't know how much the American fans would have watched it. So it's good to just give them like a fresh cut paint and reintroduce them really. Fair enough. Ratings out of ten then, or no, not rated out of ten. Yeah, your letter grading. Give it a letter grade, both. And more importantly for Jamie. Like you said, that's the first time you've watched it in God knows how long. Well, no, I watched the, it, the last NXT event, whatever that was. What was the was last it, NXT event? Was it enough for you, though, to think, I need to start watching the weekly episodes of NXT? I've never watched the weekly episodes. I don't even <laughs> watch weekly episodes of Raw or SmackDown, and I struggle sometimes with Rampage. The only one I'll properly watch is Dynamite. Give um, us your uh, letter grading speech. But no, I enjoyed it. I probably will watch all of the uh, NXT specials because I enjoyed that event um obviously if i'm bored on a sunday or whenever if the one on a saturday of course um but yeah i'd give it a, a solid c a plus Joe? why not give it a plus yeah i i give it a c c plus like it was a good show but there was like nothing like amazing on there really it's a good show good solid show but nothing like oh my god like i would tell people who didn't ne- never watch wrestling like if you don't like wrestling you need to watch NXT just for this one match I can't see that there was a match like that although it was okay yeah don't forget as well like you said it is a gimmick pay-per-view as well and I was quite surprised I think you know, I was going to tune in it was only going to be two hours but it was two hours and 43 minutes or something so yeah. I was kind of like oh but um no like I said I enjoyed it I can't complain and the good thing is um I think with Halloween Havoc, that was on the Saturday. And the next two real events that are on with Crown Jewel Jack, Survivor Series, War Games, and AEW Full Gear, they're all on a Saturday. Fantastic. Right, that was Halloween Havoc then. Right, so shall we do things slightly different then? Because I know Jamie's got to jump fairly quickly. Shall we halfway through the show do a quiz so I don't have to do it by myself? Yeah, I, I believe Joe, you've got a quiz. Me and Jamie can take it, and then Jamie Feeney's to pop off can say goodbye, and we'll finish off on a bit of news, Joe. Yeah, that's cool. So, I've got ten questions. They're all on the superstar that is Edge. There's ten oh, questions Edge. on Edge. Yeah. Let's go for it. Um, question one: What year did Edge debut in the WWE? 
E slash F. I is wish this... you did this like a few weeks ago when I was like, when I watched the Edge biography. <laughs> we'll go for that then. Uh, okay. And question number two Who did Edge win his first WWE World Heavyweight title from? His first WWE be. World Championship from? It's got to be. Okay. Question number three Can you name me? Edge's tag team partners who he's won the tag team championships with. Oh, how many are there? I've got three down. Three. Um... Yeah, let's go for them. I'll do, I think. I know two, I think. Okay. Uh, I know two, and they just kind of threw out the third one. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Question number four How many times has Edge won the WWE title? Yeah. What's he won more? World Heavyweight or WWE? Oh, I'll go with that. Okay, uh, question number five. What year did Edge retire? The first time he retired, what year was that? Oh. Cool. Uh, question number six. How many times did Edge and Christian win the tag team titles? How many times did they win the I feel like a couple Question. more, but let's go for it. Yeah, yeah same. <laughs> Question number seven. In the Slammies, is it true or false Beth, Phoenix and Edge have won couple of the year? Is it true or false they've won couple of the year in the Slammies? Okay. Question number eight. In in the Royal Rumble in 2020, Edge famously returned, but what number did he return at? Yeah. Between two numbers. I've only watched it 400 times. (laughs) Is it because Um, your eyes are just welled up with tears? You can't remember what number it is. I can remember Michael Cole going, oh my! <laughs> uh, question number nine, what is the title of Edge's theme song? So w- when it comes down to the ring, it's like, oh, Miss Day, yeah. who sings that one? Oh. Well, so what's the name give, of it, or who sings it? I can it? give you the band um, and the title. Give so, um, what is the title of the song? You can give me the yeah. name of the band as well, if you want. But yeah, Oh, yeah, I've got both. Song. Don't you worry. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. And question number ten, what was the TV show Edge first started when he retired? What was the yes. name of the TV show? Oh, what's it called? Oh, no, yeah, I don't that. know as well. Yeah. No, that's really going to annoy me. Oh, I'm going to make... Oh, no. I'm going to put it yeah, down, but I think pretty it's sure that's it. I've got a, one of his films up here as I've well. Bending the Rules with Jamie Kennedy. Oh. <laughs> yeah. He's in he um, plays a cop. Percy Jackson now, isn't he? As Ares, the war god. Oh, the new um, Disney the new show. Yeah. You know. Right. Let's, uh, let's give it a go. Let's see what happens. Okay. Uh, question: what, what year did Edge debut in WWE WWF? Taron. Yeah, to, to, to um ninety eight. I put ninety seven. Nineteen ninety two. I was gonna. I was gonna <laughs> say this. I was gonna say, is it when he was probably a jobber or when he actually came in properly? I should have. When asked he came that in, it. yeah, fair enough. Oh, but, fair enough. Uh, question two. Uh, who did Edge beat for his first WWE Championship? Uh, Jamie. John Cena. It was Karen. John Cena, New Year's Revolution 2006. Yes, John Cena, tonight, tonight is not over. It's Vince, he came out, didn't yeah. he? L- raise the cage, he said in the Elimination <laughs> Chamber. <laughs> Uh, question three: Can you name uh, Edge's tag team partners he's won the championship with? I've got three down. Uh, okay. Aaron. Christian. Mm-hmm. Hulk Hogan. And Rey Mysterio. Ooh. You have two. Uh, Jamie. I can't believe you actually forgot the main one, but I also have. Main was Christian. Christian. Hulk Hogan and Randy Orton rated uh, RKO. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Jamie's correct. I've got Christian Hulk Hogan. How could you forget Randy Orton? 
They were the best tag. They were better than anything Edge and Christie were. Rated R. K. Is that a point for each, Joe? So there's yeah, two quarters, yeah. three yeah. for Jamie, yeah. Uh, uh, question four. How many times has Edge won the WWE title, Taryn? Four. Jamie? I put six. Seven? Seven! Oh. Fair enough. Um, uh, question five. What year did Edge retire, uh, Jamie? 2013. Taryn? I've got a feeling it's going to be 2012 now, but I've put 2011. You are correct, it's 2011. Yes, I thought it was, because I thought, even though I can't remember what number he came back at the Royal Rumble, I can remember Michael Cole going, after nine long years or something yeah. like that, yeah. And, uh, question number six, how many times did Edge and Christian win the tag team titles, Jamie? Four. Taron? Six. Twelve. Two. <laughs> Yeah. I did say it was probably what? more, but I know the Dudleys won it the most. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, question number seven True or false, Beth, Phoenix, and Edge have won the best couple award at the Slammies. Uh, Taron? False. Jamie? I also went false. Correct. Yeah, they got together after Edge retired, so it's false. They never won the Slammy together. So, what? Eddie Guerrero and. No, sorry. Vicky Guerrero and Edge won Couple of the Year, though. Like, Eddie Guerrero and Edge, Couple of the Year. Sorry, yeah. Vicky Guerrero and Edge, <laughs> Couple of the Year. Sorry. Um, um, question eight. What position was, did Edge retain in the 2020 Royal Rumble, Jamie? God, I want to see Tarrant's first. Jamie? At uh, 21. Ooh, I went Jamie. for 17. It's either 17 or 18, I think. Taron is correct, it's 21. Ooh. <laughs> uh, question nine. What Who's is it going to gonna be? Of Edge's theme song, Jamie? Uh, I, I, I know it, so Taran. I want to see if Taron knows. No, I just had to put on this day, I don't know. Metalingus by Alterbridge. Correct. No. <laughs> it's correct. <laughs> All right, Metalingus by Alterbridge. Um, I know it, song. I know the last answer. What do you actually TV know? Show did Edge first star in when he retired, Taron? Is it Haven? It is Haven, Haven. I'm pretty sure yeah, I've got Haven. Haven. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I nearly wrote Banshee. Is that another one that's quite similar? I've never seen either of them. Banshee is a show, um, a Showtime show. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a policey type one. It's quite quirky. And I think, isn't Haven quite similar? But it's a bit not X Files y, but kind like, of grimy. Strange goings yeah. on or something. Yeah. I should probably watch it. It's supposed to be quite good, isn't it? And I think it had a proper ending as well. It wasn't, like, cancelled after two seasons. Okay. Fair enough. Oh, my God, let's add them all up. I don't forget. The Len Goodman 7. Right, so... One, two, three, four... What's the... One, two, three, four... I don't even know what the answers were on some of them. I didn't put a tick. One, two, three, four, five, six. I possibly also got seven. It depends what the answers are. <laughs> we to need four a ta- No, it was seven. What's the answer to number four? Number four was, oh, I can't remember. Four was seven. And oh, six, and what, six was, was 12. 12. Yeah. Uh, and what was five? 2011, were not it? Yeah. 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 Fair enough. Then, yeah. we need then I got a seven. Tiebreaker. We need a tiebreaker. Uh, okay, I'm just trying to think of like an edge one now. Um, oh dear. Oh, I've got dear. one. Oh, actually, let's. No, he's googling the answer before you even ask the question. No, I was just having a look to see when Edge actually did make his debut as the like the Brood Gang. Um. And so I'm just seeing when that was. What, the Brood uh, debut? He made his television debut in 1998, so I'll give it to you. I knew times. it. That's what you had. Hey? I had 97. Yeah. That's a very kind of you. I'll take it then. Unless you had there a question, Joe. No, I couldn't think of one. All right, fair enough. Like well, said, I'll that's take when he, I went 97, you went 98. So It's still in to me, though. Dan Leeds on 15. You're on 7, Jamie. I'm now on 6. Joe, you're on five. Who, who is it next week? It's you, isn't it, Jamie? Next week. 
Um, I believe it will go back to. It goes back to you. It's you because it'll be me. Yeah, yeah. Me last time. You. I was the one before. Yeah. Yeah. So you're next week. There we go. Then there's not much of the year left. So somehow we all need to catch up to Dan. I don't even know if it's mathematically possible. It probably is just about. But I mean, what I'm on seven. Every, well, we've got more than eight weeks to the end of the probably. year. So technically. Oh God, um, it's not so quicker, though. But obviously, I'll be. Um, so we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. We d- no, we have nine weeks. It's over. The streak is over. It's over. Uh, well, we're and just I, I, I glory have to, then. And I have to host the quiz at least twice during that, so that's not mathematically possible. So congratulations, Dan. It looks like you most likely have won the no, quiz. No, don't tell him he's not here. <laughs> don't listen to the podcast, unlike some of us. So uh, congratulations, Dan. And like enough. I've already won the pay per view prediction league. We all know it's true. So. Do you need to leave us now, Jamie? And no, it's okay. You can, carry on. can keep going. Lovely then. Right then, well, tell us about Raw. He hadn't even watched it. A, a point we'll make from Raw is, I believe, Joe, Nikki Cross has returned. She's back to her old gimmick. They, I think they even referred to her as Nikki Cross. Yeah, they did. Normally yeah. clothed. Tell us about it. Normally clothed. Yeah, Normally so he clothed. was... Um, no, no superhero is what I mean. So no he was... Um, Damage control, and they were fixed. I know it was Bailey versus Bianca Bella. Damage control tried to get involved, and then Nikki Cross came in, and then they were like, "Is it? Is it? That's Nikki Cross?" And then someone was like, "No, it's not. No, it's not. No, it is. It's Nikki Cross. Nikki Cross." And now she's got like a studded leather jacket on and red leather pants, and she looks normal now. She's taken the mask off. Icky Ash is dead. Nikki Cross is back. Thank the Lord. That gimmick was terrible. Um. Yeah, Raw was pretty good um, overall. There was like, a couple of takeaways for it, but that was one of them. And OC versus the Judgment Day, that's getting pretty good. So, yeah, I really enjoyed Raw. That, to me, though, when I read it, that seemed like the only thing that bloody happened, Nicky Cross. What are they doing with Elias? I mean, he's still going to be baby first, um, isn't he? Yeah, so last week, Elias tried to do one of his concerts and um, Riddle came out with bongos and said, do you want to hit my bong? Oh, I did see like, that. That's the singular of a bongo. And then he tried to do the same again. Elias basically said, oh, if you do that again, there's going to be trouble. Um, the OC vs. The Judgment Day is quite good because um, the OC like, tried to like beat up the Judgment Day and then basically Rhea Ripley like, interfered and kicked I think it's Carl Anderson in the balls or like low blow did. And then basically yeah. Luke Gallows was like, Oh, I'm good with the ladies. I'll I'll speak to Rhea and I'll try and like sweet talk and he basically comes back and like he's holding this crotch and he, he's like, We've got a Rhea Ripley problem. So they've I think they're facing each other at Crowd Job, but I think they're probably gonna week this out till Survivor series and they're gonna have like a three on three or four on four if they can get. Obviously they got um Ripley, but there's rumours they might be Charlotte Flair or maybe even Beth Phoenix. So we'll see. But they, I think it's the OC and a female man, another female. This judgment day with Rhea Ripley, they're going to probably face each other at uh, Survivor Series. Yeah, you missed obviously. Um, I don't know if it, I don't remember you mentioned it, but obviously you saw that body slam as well. That um, Rhea Ripley body slam Luke Gallows. Yeah, well, Luke Gallows. I did read that. Yeah. Just yeah, obviously. That was everywhere this morning, yesterday yeah. morning. And, um, um, and JBL versus uh, JBL is now the JBL? manager of Bar- is Baron yeah. Corbin. Yeah, he was there, wasn't he? Yeah. So Baron Corbin is now on Raw because they've traded him for Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio's on SmackDown. But last week, should have seen JBL's suit just didn't fit properly. His trousers were like two sizes too big. What's Corbin wearing though? He looks terrible. He's wearing like a bodysuit now. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, like padded bodysuit. But apparently now um, Baron Corbin is now the new wrestling god and he's taken on JBL's clothesline from hell. And basically JBL is like his hype man. And like every time Baron Corbin wrestles, JBL is on the commentary. And he's basically saying that um, uh, Baron Corbin is like the new version of like JBL. And like if it was the Attitude Era, Baron Corbin would get over and he was wrestling Johnny Gargano this week. And he's basically saying... Johnny Gargano's undersized, and if he was around in the Attitude Era, he'd be carrying my bags and, like, basically burying him. So, that's the thing now. 
Yeah, and it goes to Cutting JBL's edge. kind of character as well. But it's one thing I haven't noticed WWE do a lot, uh, but AEW do quite a bit, is having the managers or having guest commentators on. I know sometimes they'd have like their rival on WWE come on commentary to talk smack and carry on the storyline. There's not a lot of managers that you'd have that would go sit mm. on the commentary desk. Like obviously, AEW, you've got, um, you had. Obviously, William Regal, anytime the Blackpool Perth. Combat Club are in action, he'll go on commentary. Um, then you've got other managers as well, like you had, um, what's he called? The uh, Impact Guy. Is he the Impact Guy? Yeah, with Kenny Omega. Dog Callis. Dog Callis yeah. He would always go on yeah. commentary for all the Kenny Omega matches. So it's something different and something fresh to the, uh, the commentator scene, because obviously that's been refreshed. But can we also talk about, because I forgot to mention, obviously Halloween Havoc. You had some shucky ducky quack quack moments because Booker oh, T was almighty. on commentary. Well, didn't we also have um, some T bar promos? He's coming oh, yeah, back, he's, he's burning the mask. Yeah. And then apparently on NXT this week as well, he was like, there was some nod to retribution, like, I'm not here for retribution, I'm here for whatever he said, I don't know. Pain. <laughs> yeah, but basically, a pain. Um, yeah. They've just got to do something with him, haven't they? What, what a terrible, terrible gimmick, tea bag, you know, tea bar. Absolutely <laughs> terrible gimmick. Bag. Awful. Yeah. What about the debut, though, this week, Joe, on NXT of Dwayne's daughter herself? Yeah, she's called Ava Ring now. And um, she's joined a group called The Schism. So it's Joe Gacy. Terrible and name, Diane. by the way. Um, Is this a heel or a face faction? Um, fi- uh, heel. So I don't remember. Really? I think we talked about it. Yeah, I think we talked about it a couple of months ago. Like um, this Joe Casey guy, basically he's got a woke gimmick. Like um, like this is a safe space and like weird hit people like that's his gimmick and like it was like trending because he was like anti woke apparently. Well now he's taken on James Drake and um, Zach Gibson now now called the Dyad and they've changed their names again. They. I can't remember what their names are, but it's something really weird. And then now The Rock's daughter is now being revealed as a member of the diet. Her name is Eva Rain. So, yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah, because basically they've been having this character with the schism just wearing this, like, yellow smiley face mask. And obviously yeah. they're like, you're finally going to unmask yourself on Tuesday. Um, you fi- It's finally time kind of thing. So they had that kind of announcement at Halloween Havoc and then come this morning obviously Dwayne's daughter is everywhere and she is officially NXT'd if that's the word you want to use like rather than all elite next (laughs) yeah yeah well she's been in NXT for a long time and I think she only got her name like this time last year so obviously they've been trying to find something for her to do but she's been all of I was on Twitter before we come on. She's all over Twitter saying, "Yeah, the, um, schism is the way. We're we're here to help you and this, that, and the other." So she's fully on taking on the gimmick now. Well, we'll see what she does. Interesting. I do find it interesting that, um, <clears throat> pardon me, she has come in as a heel rather than a face. Um, but I suppose that's a good way to mix it up. I think a lot of people are expecting to come in as a face and. Maybe the WWE was slightly worried she wouldn't get over as much because even though she's the Rock's daughter, you don't you know what wrestling fans are like. You know they can turn quite quick. Whereas if she's coming in as a heel straight away, they don't have to run the risk of after a two or three weeks they start booing her if they feel like she's getting stale or anything like that. She can build up as a heel and then eventually turn face, and I feel it'll have a bigger impact. So it's probably quite a clever way of, of doing it to be honest. Um, I think as we finish off the show though, Jamie and Joe. Jamie's still here, so he's probably going to end up doing the full episode. We yeah, have to talk about, oh, at the end, last week, the promo between MJF and William Regal. Ooh. Jamie, I'm sure Ooh. you have watched it, because even I watched it. Yeah, you probably just watched the YouTube clip. You know, I watched, I watched the whole... No, I didn't watch the episode. I watched the clip. You are right. The full, like, 10, 12-minute promo. Talk us through it then, Jamie. Well, it's like what he always says. He is a, is it OBV? Is that what he calls himself? ODV? I can't remember exactly what it is. He's a, uh, 
OFE, old bad villain or whatever it was. Yeah. I can't remember exactly what he calls himself, William Regal. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been a bit strange over the last few weeks on uh, Dynamite you've got so much teasing at the moment of MJF kind of possibly being face or blurring the lines between face and heel. Obviously, he's a dick. That's who he is. But um, he's had these moments when he faced Wheeler you uh, the other week where he's going to give him a handshake at the end of the match before um, the firm came in and kind of beat him up and he kind of got frustrated about that. And then obviously he's had this moment where he decided not to hit William Regal with the ring and kind of looking at him as kind of a mentor. And yeah. he read the, uh, the whole thing about him with his WWE tryout and being with NXT and whether it, I'm sure it is real because AEW like to blur those lines between reality and fiction but obviously the email from William Regal about um, like you just don't have it at the moment kind of thing and he doesn't have time to look at his videos because he was originally saying like you send me videos of your progress and then he just never got a response anymore Um, but no like I said Great promo. That's why MJF is the hottest property in wrestling. And it's going to be the bidding war of the year 2024. It's going to be the bidding war of 2024. That's what he said. Yeah, that's that's what he's been saying forever. Yeah. I, I, I think it was quite hard hitting, though, wasn't it, Joe, in respect of the fact that he was saying, like, he made me want to kill myself. And Willie Regal has just yeah. stood there smiling. I, I don't know what it is about that problem. Like, I, I, I understand the passion of it and I understand what you said, but I kind of agreed with William Regal. I'm like, it just took an email for you to get this pissed off. Like, you've, you've had it. You had an easy like, sunshine. You, you've had it yeah, easy. I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, I took it uh, face value. I'm like, he just, William Regal wasn't being horrible. He just literally said, look, yeah. I, you need to go away and make yourself better. Like, I've seen a million of you in my lifetime. You need to go away and because he made the comment, than... didn't he, about it, about if it, if all it was was an email that made you feel like, I can't remember exactly what he said. So, yeah, he was, yeah, yeah, it was he a was very good response. He was talking about when he was 16 years old with blood on his face and crying himself to sleep yeah. because he got beaten up by men twice. His exactly, side. Yeah. Like, You've had an easy sunshine. I, I actually, like, I, I did get taken in by it. I'm like, I actually agree with being a vegan. Like, he, MGF hasn't got anything to complain about. Like, if he, like... You know, screwed him over somehow, or he like done some underhanded tactic or something to MJF. Then I might have some more sympathy for him. But during that promo, I'm like, I actually agree with Rena Regal. I'm like, he's done nothing wrong here. Like MJF's been like an entitled prick, which that, that fits in with his like entire character. I'm like, yeah, Rena Regal hasn't done anything wrong here. Like I completely agree with what he's done. Like I have no sympathy for MJF whatsoever. Good promo, solid from both of them, and like you say, it keeps you interested to see what's going to happen tonight on the time of recording on Dynamite. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I always look forward to watching Dynamite because it's the most, for me anyway, it's the most engaging one that I prefer to watch. Um, but yeah, like I said, anything that, it's obviously leading up to full gear obviously he announced obviously at the end of the show which obviously you didn't watch because you know you don't watch the full I show i did not uh but obviously mjf came out at the end because obviously you're not even talking about the main event which was john moxley and hangman adam page and he got the concussion at the end of the well, match. well of course yeah we still don't really know do we what the um because that that four was nasty by the way when he took that clothesline landed right on his head and obviously the doctor's threw up the X and they had to stop the match yeah uh, unfortunately it was kind of a sad ending to the match obviously in John Moxley's hometown as well um so yeah he basically called out MJF and it looked like they were going to have their match then obviously MJF doing the typical heel move where he's like stripping off and getting ready to fight and then backing out at the last minute um but yeah he basically uh went on another rant and said because William Regal was at ringside as well and he was just basically like, no, I'm not going to fight you now because you're not 100%. And I'm I'm sick of taking shortcuts. I'm going to beat you at 100%. So I want to make sure that you are going to be 100%. So when I beat you, you can't. Basically, you have no excuses because I'm the best. So we'll be fighting at full gear. So that's officially been announced, the main event at full gear now. Um, which 
obviously we're all excited for. It's obviously the most. Is it sense. next month, November? Yeah, it's the either the week after or the week before War Games, um, because they're like a week apart. I think it's like, obviously, our next week's episode will be all about the Crown Jewel Jack because that the will Crown be, Jewel Jack, yeah. That will be the yeah. uh, the Saturday. Then we've got a week off, and then it's either then I'm pretty sure it's full gear. Then the week after that, it's War Games. So plenty of weekend to look forward to. Can't wait. Well, there we go. Then we'll thank you both for uh, another quality episode, if I do say so myself. No doubt Dan will be giving us a good listen when the episode drops from Friday, and he will join us again from next week. Joe, right. where can everybody find us on the socials? You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Grapplecast Show. Don't forget to like and subscribe and give us a rating on Spotify and uh, Apple Play. Give us a five-star rating and uh, yeah, yeah so you can find us. Give us a like and a share, subscribe and all that jazz. Jamie, if you'd like and to sign us off. jazz. <laughs> yes. Um, I mean, there's only one way to finish a show and it's to say without further ado, I bid you a good night and goodbye. Ta-ra, guys. Ring the bell!